It's time now for Minds Over Matter, the Bay Area's favorite quiz show. Today, moderator Dana Rodriguez is joined by two panelists, music critic Joshua Cosman and educator Lori Fisher. And now, here's your host, Dana Rodriguez. Thank you very much, Joanna, and welcome everybody to Minds Over Matter. Hope you are having a lovely Saturday morning, and I hope all your holiday shopping is going well. Uh, congratulations to those who scored at Hanukkah, and uh, we hope you're wearing those socks this morning. So, anyway, please join us over the course of the hour, because Minds Over Matter is that audience participation quiz program. That's what you're looking for, your participation. That's very, very important. And especially so this morning, because we are trying to raise that last $1,100 to meet that match. And, and you could be part of that. As a matter of fact, we're encouraging you to be part of that. Because if you enjoy this show and any of the fine shows that are on KALW, this is the time to help us. So uh, that number is 1-800-525-9917. Again, 1-800-525-9917. Let's let's make that last uh, eleven hundred dollars and close the book on that uh, pledge match. Uh, but in the meantime, you are welcome to call here, and we can play the game because that's what we are here for. Those two numbers are area code four one five eight four one four one three four. Again, that's area code four one five eight four one four one three four. Or toll-free, yes, we do have a toll-free number, 866-798-8255. Again, that is 866-798-8255. Our lines are open now. We are waiting for you. We really are, because uh, we want to talk to you, and we don't want you to wait until the end of the show, because we may lose your call and not get a chance to talk. So, again, those two numbers, 415-841-4134. Or toll-free, 866-798-8255. We'll be covering just about every subject, as you'll find out momentarily. And, of course, we're welcoming your questions, not just the answers to ours. Also, I want to remind you of our email address, which is mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. That is M-I-N-D-S-O-V-E-R-M-A-T-T-E-R. One, that's the numeral one, mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. You can email us during the show. We prefer to talk to you because we enjoy talking to you. Um, but if you can't get through for some reason, you can email us. That's okay. And uh, if you'd like to hear us in live stream, that is at kalw.org. And if you'd like to hear the podcast, that should be up in a reasonable amount of time after our show today. That will be at kalw.org and many, many other places like Apple. Um, but start with KLW. I'm sure that would be appreciated. Okay, once more, area code 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. We want to talk to you soon. And uh, we're going to start with the round of introductions and then a round of questions. And here's the first look. Lori Fisher is happily donating his entire salary from today's show to KALW's Pledge Drive. Unfortunately, since the station needs something more than nothing, he has another plan as well. It's 
Stay tuned. I do. And Joshua Cosman is the co-constructor, along with Henry Pachado, of the cryptic crossword in this year's Puzzle Mania section of the New York Times. And how cool is that? That's great. You're, you're muted. Sorry, unmute. Uh, Yeah, that is out today uh, in some parts of the country, maybe not till tomorrow around here, but that's a big puzzle compendium that the Times puts out every year, and uh, we were honored to be included this year. And uh, finally, our moderator, Dana Rodriguez, says he doesn't mind a silent night as long as he can have a chatty morning. Hopefully. Yeah. All right. And that is us. We'll begin the questioning with Lori Fisher. All right. Well, besides my non-existent salary, I am going to make a pledge for the pledge drive and encourage listeners to do too. For every right answer my panelists or answer uh, uh, audience gets, I'm going to donate ten dollars to the fund, hoping to raise that eleven hundred dollars we need. So we'll start out with this. I'm interested in popular Christmas songs, and what I mean specifically is in the days where they had physical discs of singles. So this date says pretty back. Everything I want, I want the top ten best-selling Christmas songs that were recorded and put out before 1984, and almost all of them are before 1965. So these aren't before streaming and all that kind of stuff, so these are ones more from the classic era. So I believe are the top 10 all-time best-selling Christmas songs that were put out in physical discs, two of them for 1984, and all the rest are before 1965. And it's 10 bucks each for each one you get for the station, so let's get them, guys. Maybe two each. Yeah, as if um, I hope is on the list because it should be. I'm going to say Santa Baby. You know, Santa Baby should be on the list, and it is not. Oh man, I'm just double checking because I have the top. That's 40. a real war against Christmas. If you want to know the truth, uh, couldn't agree more. Yeah, one of one of the great songs, but not on the list. Keep going. So, to be clear, are we talking about songs that could pre? You're. I get the impression you're talking about CDs, right? I They didn't define it, but I'm pretty sure they mean CDs. But also, since so many are from the 60s and even the 50s, they mean, you know, physical singles. Oh, okay. All right. So like, like 45s. That. And yeah. 78. 40, okay. Yeah, 40, 78. 78s? Yeah. All right. The old, the old gramophone cranks. No, when I look at the list, there's a combination of what must be CDs, but also most of them are from the, the 45 era, the single on each side. Well, I noticed John Carroll, and I, I, I'll give him credit for that, but I also wanted to mention White Christmas, of course. Yeah, so White Christmas is way down on the list. It's about 18th. I was surprised. Okay, I, think right. it, I think it holds the sheet music stuff, but not the single individual recording. And then how about the Christmas song? Uh, the Mel Turbay's Christmas song? Version? Right. Yeah, also not in the top 10, surprisingly. Really? Yeah. This is this is verified by a Billboard through Wikipedia, so that, that, that so you know it's true. Huh? You know it's true, and I looked at uh, got the same uh, list. What's the um? What's the song that by Nat King Cole? Chestnuts roasting on it. That's the Christmas. That's song. the Christmas. That's, song. Oh, that yeah. is. Oh, I beg your and, pardon. And I, I think, only know the lyrics. I think one of the problems is it was recorded by Mel Torme, by Sinatra, by Nat King Cole, and so you know all these others are associated with just one. A person or group. So it's what? the it's the mule train of Christmas songs. In other words. <laughs> it is. And, yeah. and one, one of the hints, one of them in the 50s has just made for the first time number one on the Billboard hits. It's been hanging around since 1958, I think. And it was in the 
Well, well that's Brenda Lee's rock. It is. That's give yourself a bell. They're very good. Okay, that was sixth on the list, probably higher now. Very good. All right. Mm-hmm. How about how about Jingle Bell Rock? Is that on there? Yes, that was the next oh, one on the list by Bobby Holmes. Very good. Okay. All right. So, okay, where are we? And you should repeat the question. So I'm looking for the top all-time, the, the 10 all-time best-selling physical singles of Christmas songs. And we finally got two. We got Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree and Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Holmes. We're looking for eight more. Oh, you yeah. said White Christmas is not on the list? It is not on the list. It, it's right. on the list, but it's like 18th. Okay, got it. Yeah, so no money, no money from me on that one. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, KLW. All right. And uh Josh, you go ahead, please. Sure. Uh I have a multi-part question, but the first one is what is the most populous US state without a team in any of the four major professional sports? Ooh. Most populous US state that doesn't have a major league baseball, basketball, hockey, or football team. Well, if only that state was named Oakland, I could have the answer. Um, <laughs> let's see. It might be now the largest city. Okay, the largest state. 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 And it's by population. Okay. By population. Yeah. And I don't know if this I don't know if this helps or not, but it is the twelfth most populous state in the country. Well, that helps some. Okay. So, Dana, I'll give you a couple of states that I think don't have any pro teams. You tell me if it would be the 12th biggest. Kansas doesn't have a pro team. That big enough? I don't think that would be the, I don't think that'd be the 12th most populous state, though. Okay. Missis- uh, in the south, Mississippi and Alabama don't. I don't think. Hmm. Does Virginia have any of these te- any of those teams? Oh, Virginia, no. Let me think. Does Virginia is, jo- is Virginia a possible answer, John? Yeah, I, Virginia I is the correct answer. Nice, very, 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 very good, nice Dana. collaborative effort. Well uh, done. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to the to the table, the mic of another minute or so, and say, okay, Virginia is now the most populous state without a major team. I mentioned this because there was a recent news story that says. The Washington, D.C. Wizards and Capitals may move to Virginia by 2028. If that happens, Virginia will no longer be the most populous state without a protein. So then the question is, what will succeed it? What will then be the most populous state without a uh, without a protein? It is number 23 on the list. And this, and the other follow-up is the converse. What is currently and for the foreseeable future the least populous state that does have a sports franchise? I'll tell you it's number 33 on the list. So there's not that big a gap. So the two questions are, if the, if the Washington teams move to Virginia, Virginia will no longer be the most populous state without a pro team. What will then become the most populous state without a pro sports team at number 23 on the population list? And currently and for the foreseeable future, what is the least populous state that does have a sports franchise? You are, you are getting as much mileage as possible out of this question. I, well, you know, your mileage may vary. This is good. I, I like yeah. these kind of things. You know, what is the largest X to not have a Y and what is the smallest X that does have a Y? They, they go together like All right. butter and jelly. So Dana I mean, would, would North Carolina be 
they do have a pro team. And That's a pretty just, popular state. I, I was thinking Oregon. They have to, for which one? They have for pro the teams. least popular state that still has a has a major sports franchise. Is that correct, Josh? That is a good guess, but it is wrong. It is wrong. Okay. And North Carolina is wrong too. Yes. And North Carolina is also wrong. Okay, well, so we have to take into factor that they could be a hockey team, which is kind of below my radar, honestly. <laughs> right. Hockey, uh, it, is not, it, it is not a hockey team. It's not a uh, hockey team. Are, are you considering hockey teams in the answer? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm bad. I'm bad at the hockey teams too. Okay. When you figure the states like Arizona have hockey teams, um, <laughs> they, they have everything. Yeah. yeah, they have yeah. air conditioned ice rinks. Well, of course. All right, Ponderous. Utah. How about Utah? Utah is a good guess, but it's not correct. All right. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, just uh, go. Uh, All right. So go over what you're looking for. One more time. Uh, we established that Virginia is currently the most populous U.S. state without a major sports franchise, professional right. franchise. But if the Washington Wizards at Capitals move there, as they are talking about doing, uh, it will no longer hold that title. And at that point, a new state will become the most populous state without a sports franchise. What will that be? It's number 23 on the population list. And conversely, what is the least populous state that does have a sports franchise? It is the 33rd most populous state in the union. So Dana, and, about, and it's not yeah. Oregon or Utah that's been established. Could yeah. Tennessee be the least populous? Not Tennessee. Okay. No, Tennessee's kind of in the middle in terms of population. Um, yeah, I don't think about that. I see, do you want to give away whether it's east or west of the Mississippi? I, I assume. No, it's not yet. Not west. Yet. No, it is west. It, sure, it's west for, yeah. for the least for the least populous? For the least populous state with a, with a, with a sports franchise. Right, 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 right. I don't know if there's a north, any state in north or it could easily be in north or south Dakota. Uh, maybe a hockey, but you said it wasn't hockey, so all right. I don't, it's not I don't think they and don't, they, have, they don't have any sports teams at all, okay. at all in the Dakota, even, even high school. Yeah, <laughs> all right, all, all right. right. Uh, Someone will pick up one of these. You are listening to Minds Over Matter. We are here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Hope you're enjoying the show. We would love to hear from you. I think we have a couple of lines open. Those uh, numbers are area code 415-841-4134. Again, that's 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. And while you're listening to our show, please think about donating to KALW and helping us to complete a pledge match we would love that we could finish up that eleven hundred dollars over the course of the hour uh that number by the way is 1-800-525-9917 or you can just go to kalw and click on donate uh 1-800-525-9917 or go and click on donate uh whatever helps and all right um i'm sorry i forgot to introduce you so that our some of our panelists that would be uh, Lawrence Fisher, who teaches at Diablo Valley College, and of course Joshua Cosman, who writes about classical music for the San Francisco Chronicle. I'm your moderator, Dana Rodriguez, and you're listening to us, no surprise, here on KALW 91.7 FM, your local public radio station. Okay, let me give you a couple of questions here. 
I don't know if you've heard this, Josh. Maybe you have. Uh, Try me. It's the kind of thing that does turn up. All right. What is the longest name of a food item <laughs> that can be played on a musical instrument? Um, cabbage? Yes. Yes. Okay. That was easy. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean. What, so what was it? Explain the question again. I missed the, uh, I got the answer. What, what were you asking? Josh, uh, yeah, it's about w- words that can be spelled with just the letters A through G, which is to say the musical notes. Oh, great cabbage. That's cool. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. <laughs> Try this then. Okay. What is the shortest five-syllable word that is also a proper name for a geographic area on Earth? It's an English word. What is the shortest five-syllable word that is also a proper name for a geographic area on Earth. So let me understand this. The, when you right. say also, it means it's it's a non-capitalized word, but also a proper name, both? It is a capitalized word, actually. So, oh, okay. So both uh, are capitalized. Uh, um, it's the same word. The word I'm looking for is capitalized, yes. It but is it, has a, a, it has another meaning, so it's not Mozambique? Because it it has a different meaning from the from the uh, uh, geographic term. Is that what you're trying to say? No, no, no. It it's is a, a it's, it's it is a geographical name. It is a geographical name. Yes, it has five syllables. It has five syllables. It is the shortest five syllable word. It has a geographical name. It represents a portion of the earth. Interesting. And it's a single word. So it's not the Great Barrier Reef. So I, I, I think I think what Dana is saying is something like Wagadugu, but one syllable extra. I mean, a, a, a geographical name or term might Correct. not be a country or city. And Correct. it's oh, I'm sorry, and it's short, so that's not Wagadugu. It's short and it's five syllables long, so it's got many vowels oh, packed vowels. in. Yeah. Yeah. It All does. right, that's great. I'm going to think about that while you All right, think about that. And in the meantime, I will give you one other question here. Um, according to uh, Good Housekeeping magazine, uh, what are the eight most wasted foods in American kitchens? According to Good Housekeeping magazine, what are the eight most wasted foods in American kitchens? One guess each, please. And are these uh, pre-prepared? So it's not like meatloaf. It's more like... I don't think I'm going to break it down at all at this point, but I'll maybe a little bit later. I mean, what are the things that get thrown away? Yeah. I mean, is it, is it, is it, I'm asking... And sometimes thrown away because they are not used at all. You know, in other words, you buy them and you never even use them. But so so that sounds like... um, 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 uh, what's it called? Tartar sauce or some, some kind of, you know, <laughs> tartar. Well, okay. Or, or, you know, some kind of condiment that you buy and use two times and then it sits in the refrigerator for the next year and a half. And I, but I, my theory is it has to expire and I think tartar sauce lasts until the uh, millennium, right? Doesn't it last forever? Well, no, it's, it's, no, it's, it's, it's a green got- sauce. I mean, it, it's going to grow mold eventually, right? I would say that you're possibly moving in slightly the wrong direction. And, Sounds and, like uh, that. All right. Um, yeah. But it's a, it can, it, would it be fair to say it's a perishable product? People look at the expire date and toss it. Yes. Okay. I guess yes. I, I'm going to, and, and can it be a liquid or are they yeah. all solids? 
Um, one is liquid and the rest are solids. I guess milk. Milk, of course. There we go. Yes. All right. All right. So Josh, get how, about, how about eggs? You know, no. I think people yeah, end up using I, eggs. As soon as I said that, I thought, no. Yeah. Uh, so once more, according to Good Housekeeping, what are the eight most wasted foods on average in American kitchens? Uh, we have milk. That's uh, so far. That's one. And uh, what is the shortest five-syllable word that is also the name for a geographic area on Earth? What is the shortest five-syllable word that is also a name for a well-known geographical area? I have on a Earth? question about the geography. The way you say it's an area sounds like it's not like a country or a city, but more like a. It, it's in in so much as it represents an area, it could be a country. Okay. Suspicious. Okay. All right. And um, we had a email from Harold who's wondering if Here Comes Santa Claus is one of the songs you are looking for, Lori. I am checking it. Here Comes Santa Claus, Harold, is not in the top 10. It is number 15. So give him a half a bell. But no donations. Uh, <laughs> And uh, Cynthia was wondering about the Christmas song, but I think that came up, right? Yeah, it, it, it did, and it's not on the list. And have yourself a Merry Little Christmas as well, actually. Um, yeah, you know, I think the recordings are too early. Uh, the Christmas song does appear as 20th on the list, by the way, but doesn't make the top 10. Well, I mean, Judy Garland did make a 78 record of Have Yourself yeah, a Merry Little Christmas. Oh, that's a good point. It, yeah, it's not here. I'm surprised. But no, I just checked again. Okay. All right, then. And um, before we move on, I just want to check on wasted food. In our house, we tend to let cheese get moldy a lot and toss it away. But that may just be a private thing. Is cheese on the list? <laughs> you may cheese. enjoy it after it gets moldy. I just, it well, gets that's better. true. It gets, yeah. But it so happens that cheese is on the list. Yes. Right. Very good. Okay. All right. So the dairy, right. we're, we're hitting the, the dairy product. Dairy is, hard, the, yeah. is the key. Yeah. But all right. All right. So milk and Egg, cheese. Eggnog. Eggnog could be next. Yeah. No, eggnog. Eggnog is a waste as soon as you make it. I mean, I agree. Yes. All right. We're going to get to your calls just momentarily, but first we're going to take a minute away. Uh, we're going to talk to John Carroll and remind you that we are trying to finish up that $1,100 uh, amount left on the pledge. And uh, that number is 1 800 525 9917. John can tell you a little bit more. John? Yeah, thank you, Dana. And you have made, uh, your folks have made quite a dent in our, our uh, challenge so far. We have only $500 left to go before the 11 o'clock hour, so well done. Uh, you can call us at 1-800-525-9917 or go online at kalw.org and click donate. This is the last day of our end-of-the-year campaign where we're asking for your support. Uh, 60% of our uh, funding comes from individual listeners, and so that's why it's so important that we have your gift before the end of the year, because as we plan for 2024, in terms of the election coverage and all the other world events that, that are just getting crazier by the day, uh, we want to make sure that we are well positioned and have the resources and necessary funds to make sure that we can continue to provide you with the news, information, and entertainment that you love. So make that gift of support right now, 1-800-525-9917 or online at kalw.org. 
and click donate, you can get your gift doubled because of this challenge match from the producer circle. We're working a $2,500 challenge match before 11 o'clock, and we have just $500 left to go. So help us get there. KLW.org and click donate. Thanks so much. And now back to Dana. All right. Thank you, John. And um, let's see. Oh, yes. Let's go to a call right now. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, good morning, Steve. How are you? Good. So I'd like to say Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday. Now, Dana, you said you work at the Fairmont for a while. What was the name of these two beautiful ladies? They were twins. They dressed very elegant. I'm going to send you a picture of them soon. Every time I see their face, I cry. Because that was the golden age of San Francisco. Really, it was. Do you know their name? They're, they're something, twins. They just were known this by was, the last name, twins. This was about 45 years ago, so uh, I, I yeah, don't know well, where... Time goes very quickly. Uh, no, they were still they were still around the city when more recently oh, than that. No, yes, he died recently. Oh, when you were working. Oh, I beg your pardon. I was going to say because they for I, the I one year I worked there. Yeah, yeah, um, they died recently. The brown were they the brown twins? Yes, yes, oh, the brown okay. twins. Beautiful. I'm going to email you. Everybody, please Google them. They were just the most beautiful uh, ladies you could ever imagine. Uh, they were older uh, ladies, but they're older. You know. All right. So we'll look again to the. Uh, last week, I mentioned the word semantic. It referred to a uh, group of language. It does not refer to religion or race or uh, uh, or anything else. So, so this sad situation all over the world, Ukraine and Gaza. Uh, so education really helped us against hate. What movie uh, it, it was about? Uh, last week, we talked about it, the Egyptian. which was a great movie to watch. So this one, this movie, this uh, today is about Solomon and Queen Sheba. What is the movie about? Solomon and Sheba. Solomon and Sheba, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Who is Queen Sheba? Susan uh, Hayward? Was it Susan Hayward? No. Yeah, uh, no, no. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Another she, actress, she Italian was in, actress. Italian actress. She played actress. Bathsheba. Susan oh. Hayward played Bathsheba. But yes. um, um, it was Gina Lola Brigida, wasn't it? Very good. What a beautiful lady. What a beautiful young. Sadly, she died. So it's a good movie. Okay, the text is a question. What, where did Queen Sheba come from? Hmm. Where did the name come from? What does no, it mean? No, I mean the actual queen. What queen? What what country? Oh yeah, she, uh, she was Egyptian, wasn't she? No, no. Or the Egyptian in the Bible was um, the wife of uh, of Joseph. No, she was, was Ethiopian. She? she was Ethiopian. All right, all right. Yeah. Okay, so Solomon and... and so that is the... Uh, what is the word Ethiopia means? It's... I think it's something to do with sunburnt people. Is that it? Yes, sunburnt people. Okay, so uh, Jewish people can actually be black, which is uh, many of them originated in Ethiopia, come from Ethiopia. So where would you find the Ark of the Covenant? What country? Hmm. That's the, what do you find uh, it today? What do you mean today? Supposedly, it is guarded uh, by some guards in that country, and people go get that country to visit it. I thought it was Maybe. in a warehouse in Washington D.C. <laughs> how about, East, how about <laughs> no. Ethiopia? No, I mentioned the country a minute ago. Ethiopia. Ethiopia. It is. Yes. Uh, you know, the more education we educate people, really, the far less hate we have and. The uh, Arabs 
and and well, I call Israelis are both are Semitic people and should be far more peace, you know, between the group and what what um, I will tell, just advance one thing. What is the most beautiful song within the last you know century that can bring peace to the stairs? I will give you a hint because time is short. A Beatle man, one of the Beatle group. Right, I'm sure you're thinking about Imagine, aren't you? Of course. Please, everybody, 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 please that song whole day long. Imagine there's no country. Imagine no religion, too. That is horrible what is happening all over the world by group of very, right. very bad people. Thank you very much. Always great show. Please, everybody, donate as much as you can. It's a great station. And thank you, Dan, for taking my call. You have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. Hope you're enjoying the show. We're here every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. We would love to hear from you um, if you have a question or answer for us. And those two numbers are area code 415-841-4134. Again, that's area code 415-841-4134. Or toll free, 866-798-8255. Chris is wondering the least populous state that still has a franchise is Alaska. That was his guess is Alaska. No, there is no professional sports team in Alaska, in the major sports. Good guess. And Kelly was wondering about the states. Is Oklahoma the the least populous state that still has a franchise? Good guess, but it is not correct. All right. All right. It's okay. bigger than this state, right? There's a smaller state with a pro team. I don't know about smaller, but it's less I, populous. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. okay. And uh, in the meantime, Lori, I believe it's your turn. All right. Um, uh, can I interject before yes. we go yes. to you? Because I think um, I actually have been, I promised I was going to think about the short five syllable word and I kept, I made good on my promise and I found the answer. Oh, yeah. Five syllables clocking in at an astonishingly scant seven letters is the word Oceania. Nice. That is correct. That is great. Point out that Robert, one of our longtime listeners, also sent an email that guessed Oceania. So both credit goes to great. Goes to you too. Yes, Oceania is the shortest five syllable word that is also. A name for a geographic area on Earth. Very good. Yes, Oceania. Thank All you. Right. All right. Very good, Josh. As you were. All right. So I have, a, I have a mid-show short question, thanks to Sue Schweik. Uh, she saw a documentary about Cher Height, who before she wrote the Height Report, had been a model and modeled in Playboy magazine and other places. Apparently, she's most famous for being the model for a movie poster okay, of a very well-known movie. What movie poster did Cher Height appear upon that, if you remember this movie, you'll remember the poster? Are, are you saying that the, the poster, when you said the model for it, you mean she actually appears in the thing? You, you uh, look at it appeared, and go, yeah. hey, it's Cher Height. Hey, that's right. Yes. Hey, okay. it's Cher right. Height. That's exactly Paris what people Cher say. Height. Yeah. She's not in the movie. She's on the poster. She's not in the movie. I don't think so. She's just okay, okay. the poster. Yeah. But the poster is it has nothing to do with Cher Height. She just happens to be the girl who's correct. Yeah. So, so she's not appearing on the poster as herself. Correct. I yeah, see. She was a, the, the, the Cher Height report came out in 76, and after that, 
She didn't right. have to do modeling like this anymore. So this I was see. before that. Well, the, how about then uh, the 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 girl who's swimming has the shark under her and Jaws in the Jaws poster? That's a great guess. It's around the, that era, but that's not it. That's it's similar to that. Uh, Is it? In, in that it's an unknown woman depicted. May we ask what the genre of the movie is? Yes. I'll say, let me see if I can say this without giving it away. Um, the genre is, it's in a series. There are, there are a number of pictures in this series. So there wasn't, this wasn't the first or the last of this series. Is she scantily clad in it? Enough for that era. Yes. But in both ways. Hmm. So is she, was she a, in a Bond poster? Yes, very good. Um, there are a lot of Bond movies, though. Yeah, well, this one before 1976, if that helps. Never Say Never Again? Not that one. I forget what. I can never remember them in order. Yeah. So. Uh, Moonraker? Not Moonraker. Getting close. Uh, well, I'm just guessing now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, John Carroll's wondering if it's Goldfinger. It's not Goldfinger, which is, right. I don't know. That My guess, that so it's one of the, it's something from the 70s, right? Yes. Early 70s. Early 70s. Okay. All right. So, so past uh, Roger Moore then. Is it Roger Moore? I think so. I didn't check, but I'm pretty sure. It, I'll spy, give you the year. The, the spy 71. who loved me. Not oh, the spy who loved me. 1971. Okay. Leave it yeah, out. Leave it uh, out. Just, Give what you uh, give the question once. So Cher Height, who ended up becoming very famous for her Height report, Height report, and other reports of that era, was a model before that, and she was a model for a James Bond movie on the movie poster that was in all the lobbies in 1971. Mm. One, one. Mm. All right, leave that out. Yeah, and uh, let's go to a call. Hi, your mind's matter. Hello. Uh, Peter from Florida. Um, is it walking in a winter wonderland? Uh, let me check. It is not in the top 20, Peter. Sorry. Oh, because I remember a few years ago I mentioned you got to know what a, what, what a Parson Brown. We'll, you, we'll pretend that he is. Parson Brown. Huh? Yep. yep. You did. What is yep. a Parson Brown? <laughs> anyway, if you don't know what that is, the song doesn't make sense. Anyway, uh, oh, how about Nebraska and Kansas? You had, it was these states that hadn't didn't have professional teams or something. They are those are both good guesses because they don't have professional teams, but they are not the neither of them is the least populous. Yeah, well, I I thought that'd be good. Remember, because like a few weeks ago, they don't have a state park either. Like yeah. definitely, they, they earned the name flyover states for good reason. Nothing going on there. Hey. Here's here's a question, and, and I don't know. I, I think I heard about this, and I may have to do the math on my own. But they said something like, you know, you have okay. Everyone has two parents, four grandparents, eight great grandparents, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. How many generations back do you have to go before you count for everyone on Earth? In other words, we're all related. In, in other words, one is your yeah, parent. Yeah, no, we got it. But the math is, it's probably one of those multiple, you know, sort of compounding things where it's only like, 
it's 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 going to be surprisingly small. Let's say twelve generations, or it, it, or uh, you know, and and I really throwing it out there for your audience. Oh, you didn't do the math. Comments. Come back. Yeah, I, when, come back I, when you've done your homework, Peter. It's homework. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you what I heard. I heard fifty-seven generations back is sure. accounts for everybody on Earth. We're all cousins as of fifty-seven generations. Big Thanksgiving and, dinner. Maybe, huh? It's a lot of people at Thanksgiving, I'll say that. Yeah, got to have a lot of, yeah. Yeah, but some of them are Canadians, so they can go a different night. No leftovers. 57 generations, we're all cousins. All right. All right. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Bye-bye. And if you'd like to give us a call with a question or answer, those two numbers are area code 415-841-4134. Uh, or toll-free, 866-798-8255. Um, Josh, is it? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you, that's, that's all right. We're not keeping track. Um, here's a, here's a quick one. Um, these are single, singles released recently. Uh, Angry, Sweet Sounds of Heaven, and Mess It Up. Those are the three, uh, Top singles from a rock record that was released in October of this year. What's the name of the album and the artist, and why is it of note? I'm you're. I'm guessing this is the Rolling Stones album. You're guessing right? correctly, and That's it was their right. first album in I want to say 17 years. Is 18, that the, 18. 18. Good, good deal. Yep. And it has a slang term for the title, like hackneyed. Hackney diamonds. That is. Yes, there the, you go. Yeah, it's a got, term for for breaking that, and breaking and entering, and I mean that's a, that's a term for shattering glass to to break into a store. Oh, I didn't realize that. All right, yeah. good. Well, you got have, that pretty quick. I haven't listened. Yeah, I haven't listen. listened either. I gather it's good, but they always say that. Yeah. All right. Give us another question. All right. All right. What two Oscar-winning movies have an English language color in their title? And when I say Oscar-winning, I mean you know Best Picture. Best Picture. Two Oscar-winning movies that have an English language color in their titles. Not the color purple. <laughs> not the color actually. purple. No, not that. Is, uh, is Red's one? It no, is not. Good. It did not win Best Picture. It won, it won a lot, but not that. Um, Ooh. Uh, oh, it'll come to me. You'll think of it. That's a good question. And, and the follow-up question is, why did I, why did I specify English language color? I don't know so, why. Did you... Something to do with the spelling? No. Okay. All right. English language color. All right. Huh. Dean, is one, is there a best uh, movie with black in it, in the title? Um, mm. Yes, it probably is. Yeah. Think about that. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. And uh, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Uh, hi. This is Roger in San Francisco. Hi, Roger. Yeah. Um, I have the mottos of several U.S. universities. These are top-flight major universities. These are their mottos. I have seven of them. One, the first one, Fiat Lux. Berkeley. Second one, Lux at Veritas. Third, Veritas. (laughs) Fourth, Men's Et manus, fourth, de sub numine viget, 
fifth, Crescat Scientia, Vita Excolator, and the final one, Der Luft der Freiheit Welt. These are all major movements. The first one was Berkeley, Fiat Lux, correct? That's UC Berkeley. Yeah, UC Berkeley. Not the community. The second one is... Look at, uh, look, look, looks at Veritas is Yale and Veritas is Harvard. I had a friend Correct. from Harvard who used to say that, you know, the, the, the motto for Yale was looks at Veritas. Of course. <laughs> One, insecure one-upping of the Harvards, but I don't know if that's true. <laughs> all right. So did, we, did we specify that these are all American colleges? These are yes. all American universities, major universities. All right. So the ones you don't get men's at manos. Days of Numino Viget and Crescat Scientia Vita Excavator and Der Luft der Freiheit Bet. Luft der Freiheit. What was the last word? Bet, which means that the translation of that is the wind of freedom blows. Blows? Huh. Why, why, is it a, why is it in German? Why is yeah. it in German? When when you know the answer, you might yeah, exactly. No, I'm that's I'm asking myself, not you. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Prodding, <laughs> prodding myself towards towards knowledge, as one does in college. Um, yeah, and th- and there it stops. Yeah, Vita Escalato is also a little unusual. Yeah. So was the one in German? Was the college? founded by Germans or is a religious school in any way? No. Okay. Oh, not founded. Okay. <laughs> this is good. I don't know. Yeah, there are a lot of colleges, the, the but these are all extremely well-known schools, you said? This is a very well-known college and it is in, ta- in California. Huh. The one in Germans in California. Yes. Well, because you said it that way, how about Stanford? You're correct. All right. Very good. Why is the why is the, the Stanford motto in Germany? Do we know? Yeah, good question. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to go into it, but you can look All right. it up. <laughs> All right. It's a, an exercise left for the reader. Yeah. We, right. have two, we have two out there, or three out there. Three. Three more Latins. Yeah. Mens et manus, which means mind and hands. Yeah. Which might give you a clue to the university. Dei sub numine viget, which means under God's protection she flourishes. Yeah. And crescat scientia vita excavata means may knowledge grow that life should be enriched. I have to say these are all kind of generic and don't point me strongly in the direction in the way that, say, you know, beat Alabama State would. That would um, be true. What about hands? Do any of them, the one with hands in it, usually they well, don't mention a, building anything. Men's at manos. Men's at yeah. manos. I don't know. I know, don't high, know. I know high schools that do that, but not vocational ed programs at the, yeah. the Apple Valley College. But that's not Yeah. Is the... And, oh. <laughs> all right. The mind at hand is the one that sounds just a little tiny bit familiar. Um, so is that a... Um, that's an East Coast school? It is. Um, mind and hand. Because you, you got How about MIT then? You're correct. Yeah. That's nice. MIT. Of course. So you just mm. have two left Crescat Scientia Vita Excolata and De Subnumina Viget. We need clues, I think. 
Yeah, I think so. Um, you've got Harvard and Yale. What's the other one? Princeton's going to be in there. Princeton, yeah. yeah. They should nominate Vigat. Okay, and the last so. one, the Crescat Scientia. This is the only one that is not on the east or west coast. Uh, University uh, of Chicago. Chicago, yeah. correct. Yeah. Very right. good. Good questions. Thank you. Good question. Good clues. <laughs> okay. And Ford language on the show. Very exciting. I know. I know. My my two years of Latin was no help at all. Uh, all right. You're listening to Minds Over Matter. Uh, please give us a call. We will be glad to put you on in the last uh, 15 minutes of the show because uh, we would love to hear from you. Those two numbers are area code 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. We're going to talk to John Carroll in just a second, but I do want to go over the questions that have not been answered yet. So, um, Lori, we'll start with you. I'm looking for the eight more Christmas songs that were bet the top in the top 10 best all-time best-selling Christmas songs that were physical singles. So they were on albums or CDs or singles. And I think most of them now, well, most of them were before 1965. And Cher Height of the Height Report was a Bond girl for which movie that was released in 1971. She was pictured on the poster, not in the movie. That's all I got. I'm looking for states with uh, the, the, which will be the largest state without a, the most populous state without a sports franchise after the Washington DC teams move to Virginia. And what is currently the least populous state that does have a franchise? It's the 33rd most populous state. And since we're close to the end of the show, I'll mention a, a hint here. You guys were, some, one of you was bemoaning Oakland and, um, that's, related fact the fact the the dearth of sports franchises in oakland is not unrelated um also asking about oscar-winning movies that had two oscar-winning movies that have an english language color in their titles and uh as a side note although not very seriously why did i specify english language i don't know why i don't know because i was (laughs) ruling out casablanca Uh, and I have a list from Good Housekeeping, uh, to keep it on a high plane. Uh, oh. the, what are the eight most wasted foods in American kitchens today? And generally speaking, what are the eight most wasted foods in American kitchens? So far we have milk and cheese. What are the others on that list? Um, and just before we go to John, I'm going to give you one very quick question here. What are the three easiest merit badges to earn in scouting? Hmm. The three easiest merit badges to earn in scouting. I I do not speak as a former scout. I don't know anything about scout. Do you get a Do you get a badge for helping a little old lady across the street? That's the only uh, thing I know. Uh, you scout. probably do, but but that's not one of the three easiest ones. All right. Wait, there's an easier out. one than that. Wow. What's that? There's an easier one than that. Yeah, I guess so. Huh. So again, what are the three easiest merit badges to earn in scouting? And um, all right, well, John is going to give us a, a, a little uh, bit of a update on how we are doing today. Uh, we hope we are doing well, and we do hope that you, are, our listeners out there today, are part of that. So that you can call one eight hundred five two five nine nine one seven and 
donate and help us make up that $1,100 uh, pledge match. And uh, John will tell you more about that. Yeah, thanks, Dana. We uh, we start as you said. We started the hour off with an eleven hundred dollars to to meet that challenge match. We are very, very, very close to making that. So um, we've heard from several folks already uh, who've called in to make their pledge of support or gone online. Uh, you can do so at. Uh, 1-800-525-9917. That's 1-800-525-9917. Or you can go online at KALW.org and click donate. It's very important that you make that gift of support because this is listener-supported public radio. 60 for, 60% of our budget comes from folks just like you making that gift one gift at a time. So please take this opportunity in our year-end giving campaign. It's the last day, and we're trying to meet this challenge before 11 o'clock, and we are very, very close. So you could be the person that puts us over the top. 1-800-525-9917 or online at KALW.org and click Donate. I'm going to guess for the least populous state, I'm going to guess Nevada. That is correct. Oh, well, nice. With the, the Las Sparks. Vegas Raiders, or the Raiders, oh, the Raiders yeah. now. Yes, yeah, and soon to have the A's, right? Yeah, so, yep. Right. Um, and then I would say Jingle Bells, maybe on that list. You know, Jingle Bell Rock. Yes, regular okay. old Jingle Bells. No, ah, all right, John. Bummer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, should be, but not there. All right. Well, thank you very much, John, and thanks to all of you out there who have made contributions today to the station to help make up that $1,100. Remember, that number is 1-800-525-9917, or you can go to KALW and click on Donate. Uh, we just love to make up that uh, before the end of the show today, and we do have a few minutes left. Um, Ami, uh, in answer to Josh's earlier question, uh, how about how green was my valley? That is correct. Very nice. Good. All right. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hello there. It is uh, sustaining members Danny and Sandra in Albany. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And we're, we're always nice. It's always nice to hear from you, but but uh, we're glad you're sustaining members well, as well. Thank you. And, and uh, I also just, yeah, we, we also just tossed a little extra into the pot for you guys. So uh, here's hoping that it, t- it gets you over the top. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we have a bunch, uh, bunch so of questions. We had uh, How Green Was My Valley, but... Yes. Green Book. Correct. Oh, oh good job. Geez. Nicely done. Double greens. Double yeah. greens. Those are the only ones. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's one. Uh, was Cher Hyde in uh, the Thunderball? She uh, was not. Loser? She was not the Thunderball girl. All right, well, that's it. Octopussy. <laughs> not not octopus. All right. Let's see. Most wasted foods. Did anybody say bread? No, but bread happens to be one of them. How about lettuce? Good. I'm sorry. Lettuce. Uh, well, it has leafy greens, and that that includes lettuce. So I will give you that. And, sure. and rice was our other one, but uh, yes, it. and rice is also there. Go. Oh, my goodness. Well, that just shows you how, how uh, ordinarily wasteful we might be. Man, uh, I'm going to go to the racetrack okay. today or something. Yeah. Christmas songs. Uh, yes. Run, Run, Rudolph. No. Uh, sorry. Not not in the top 20. Wait, what was mine? Mine was uh, uh, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Yes, that is number nine. Do you remember oh. who recorded it? And did anybody guess Frosty? Uh, no one guessed Frosty, but give it a give it a bell for that one. Wow. Hey. 
right. Frosty the Snowman by Gene Autry, and I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus by Jimmy Boyd. Very good. That's two right. Those, those yeah. two classics. I think we might actually Man, have... I'm qualifying for Sparky and Maddie territory. Oh, uh, I don't know about <laughs> that. That's rarefied air there. Yeah. Um, it is. Uh, the, the only snarky answer I've got about the merit badges is coin collecting, because that's the one I got that involves uh, no knots or uh, poison oak. <laughs> Uh, no, not coin collecting. That's interesting. I, I, uh, how many, uh, just out of curiosity, how, how many coins did you have to collect to qualify for the badge? I, I don't remember. It was something that it was all about American coins and I've moved on to other countries since then. So that was a long time ago. Uh, all right. Seems yeah, pretty easy. Yeah, it was back when people were still hammering coins by hand. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really <laughs> old. Uh, but, uh, all right. Well, that's, uh, I have one really quick question. Um, uh, and that is, uh, I, I just found this yesterday, and I hope I hope that you guys haven't asked this in the past. But uh, who is the only Best Actor Oscar winner whose full name contains no repeated letters? Ooh. Ooh. So we're we're taking first and last names. First and last name. Yeah. Could you tell us That's how many letters are in the, are in the name altogether? Uh, I can. Uh, I'll say eight. Total, total letters. Eight letters. It's a short name. Oh. <laughs> First and last. And there are no initials involved. Nope. All right. So then it's... Huh. Not Brad Pitt. That's close, yeah. but no. No. And you uh, said it was for. I'm sorry. Did you say it was for best actor? Best actor Oscar winner. Is it is okay. it four and four? Four letters in the first and four letters in the last. Oh, that'd be telling. But well, yeah. but there's only there's only a couple minutes left. So tell no, me. Yeah, yeah, we want to we want to get four it. Four. It's not four and four. So it's. It's a mic. Well, right, I will tell you. You want did, Sa- did Sal Minio win? No. no. <laughs> I think so he qualifies for the. He won twice. He won. One twice. One twice. And only has eight letters. Wow. And it's... Uh, Tom, Tom Hanks? Ding! There nice. you go. Oh, wow. Oh, that's good. I like that. And I he's like the that. only one. Yeah, be the only one. Well, well I will tell you one. this. All right. Well, he, thank he only you, guys. qualifies for uh, that. Have a lovely holiday. We'll uh, see you next week. Happy everything. Great. Thanks. Thanks, okay, Thanks so much. Tom only qualifies for that because when, when I he and I went to high school... Together, we were in play together, and then he spelled his name T H O M, so he changed it. In so, order to, in order wow. to he only qualifies for it because he changed the spelling of his name. All these years we've been doing radio together, I never knew that you went to high school with Tom Hanks. Yeah, we were, we did a couple plays together. Isn't that? <laughs> what, was, what, was the, what was the most famous play? Uh, Night of the Iguana. Oh, nice. Yeah, we were doing Tennessee Williams in high school. So. And you, and you t- talked him out of that H in his first name, so years later they could ask that question. Yeah, I said it would look better on the marquee. Yeah, it does. Yeah. They're right. I'll be darned. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay, let's see. Where are we here? And, uh, well, um, maybe we should start to clean up here. Um, all right, Lori, what do we got? All right, we have the share height question. Share height was depicted in the movie poster of Diamonds Are Forever, okay, which is kind of representing the Jill St. John character, more or less. The Christmas songs that we did not get. Number eight was Nothing for Christmas by Art Mooney. I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Two songs by Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Chipmunk song and <laughs> Alvin's harmonica. The two oldest ones are Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer 
And do they know it's Christmas by Band-Aid? And the number one seller by far, Blue Christmas by Elvis Presley. Okay, so that's uh, that was the top seller. And so that will be my donation. So thank you, everybody, for in that one. And that's all I got. All right. And uh, the only question I had left is which country, which state, rather, will be the most populous without a sports franchise once Virginia loses that title? And the answer is South Carolina. Okay. Uh, it'll, yeah. And what about the color question? Why'd you pick the green thing? Oh, because of Casablanca. That's all. Okay. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. That wasn't a huh. serious a serious constraint. All right. Okay. The uh, eight foods. most wasted foods in American kitchens, according, according to Good Housekeeping. Uh, potatoes, bread, rice, bananas, apples, leafy greens, milk, and cheese. So Seems fair. look in your refrigerator, folks. And yeah. uh, the three easiest merit badges to earn in scouting, one photography, two art, and three fingerprinting. Yeah. Fingerprinting. Fingerprinting or finger painting? Uh, I hope it's no, printing. It says fingerprinting. Yeah. Finger painting shouldn't be a merit badge. For no, no, well, no. it would be an easy one. I, yeah, I no, want to make sure you were good. No, wasn't no, this is yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. For right. for the what the pre crime you know prevention yes. program. Yes, you know how the scouts. You know they're all uh, in the olden days. Probably they're always looking for uh, yeah criminal activity and future. Fu- they're training future G men. They were. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure the FBI had something to do with that. Yeah, uh, Edgar Hoover, yes. And anyway, so uh, my thanks to you for taking the time to tune in and call in here. Our panel, that would be Lori Fisher from Diablo Valley College, Joshua Cosm, music for the San Francisco Chronicle. I've been your moderator, Dan Rodriguez. Thanks to Joanne Marr for having the board and phones. And above all, thanks to you for taking the time to tune in and call in. If you have a chance, please call 1-800-525-9917 and help donate to K-A-L-W or you can call or you can go to the website and click on donate. Anyway, thank you everybody. We had a lovely time and please join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. Have a great holiday week. Bye-bye.